Hi, this is John Lemmy with Awaken Nation with the infamous world-famous life-changing Brad. A huge shift is taking place on planet Earth. People seem to be waking up. Tired of the way things used to be, they are creating something brand new and changing the world we live in. My name is Brad Zalas, and I get to sit down with the next generation of idea makers, the disruptors, and the game changers. Everyday people, just like you and me, from all over, who are doing amazing things. Welcome to Awakened Nation. Thank you. Uh, all right. Ladies and gentlemen, I have a good friend on today, and we met. What, how long has it been? Over a decade, John. We, we, we've actually been out there speaking and, and teaching before all this Zoom and microphones and all this crazy stuff and headsets. We were out there teaching yeah. success principles. I met yeah. you back in Mich- Michigan for the first time. I, I think it, I believe it's 15 years ago. Cause I, cause it I, has I, to I be. just, yeah, because I just got into to, to cassette, I just got from cassette tapes to CDs. <laughs> yeah, it, it happened overnight, man. La- ladies and gentlemen, I want you to buckle up. John is a great friend and a good guest. And uh, we're going to be talking about conservatism, if I said that right, today. And uh, what inspires one to be a conservative? And also John's frustration. <laughs> you got so frustrated with the mainstream news. He started the Conservative Business Journal. Uh, and we're going to talk about that. Hey, John, welcome to the show, my friend. Thank you, Brad. And, and I and I appreciate you guys. Uh, I appreciate you having me on. I appreciate the Awakened Nation welcoming me here today. And I tell everyone, you know, we're at Penn at Rights, take some notes because we're going to go through, obviously, how we met and how four fundamentals for all of you that are in business and life. There's certain fundamentals you never want to stray away from. And you're going you're gonna to develop into certain things in life. I actually have my first cassette tape here, Brad. I have a cassette tape for you to when show. You, when you say cassette tape, that takes us back. Yeah, no, I have it. It's it's on my desk. I just I was in an interview earlier today. I just showed it. So I will uh it's here. It's on my desk. We're, we're famous cassette tape. So John, so, I wanted to ask how you got started. I mean, I know your story, but I want our fans uh and our listeners to uh hear your message. You know, you started out uh as a kid uh in New York, um, and you got into bodybuilding and you learned to overcome stuttering, and your your vocabulary is always on point. So let's Appreciate start uh, a little bit with that beginning, those humble beginnings sure. for John Delemi. Well, the first note I want all of you to take, and obviously you can hear my accent immediately. I'm from New York. You know, there's no, you can't disguise that. I'm not, I'm not a wannabe New Yorker. I don't have a fake New York accent. This is who I am. It's been infiltrated in me. Long story short, I'll be 58 this year, and I was born November 5th, 1965. And I want you guys to write down your birthday. Literally, First note you take today is write down a day you're born. Because God birthed you a champion. You're a special person with unlimited possibilities. And most likely, your problem you're dealing with is going to be your greatest blessing and the greatest gift God has given you. You just have to open that gift with faith. Real long story short, born and raised in New York, Yonkers, New York. Uh, I just talked to my dad right before I got went live today. My dad's 93. He's a patriot. He's he's built my conservative values. My mom just passed away about a, coming up to a year. It'd be it'd be a year next month. And my parents are married seventy six years. Brad, wow. <laughs> God bless you, man. Sorry to hear about your mom passing, but I appreciate that. And I, I, and I was a mama's boy. I called my mom every day and said Happy Mother's Day. So I, I didn't give her a card on Mother's Day because I made a joke. I said every day is Mother's Day. Yeah. And so, but so with that being said. 
full-blooded Italian family, and all, everyone who knows Italian families from New York, they beat each other up. Like they, they, they don't, they, they have, they have Italian jujitsu, which means yeah. we just beat the daylights out of you constantly. <laughs> there's no yeah. tap out. There's no like, like board. This is no holds barred. So what happened was they noticed at four years of age, I wasn't speaking for a young Italian kid. Not that he's speaking Italian family, you're going to get run over. Yeah. So, and this, this is very, very important. They thought at that point, Brad, that I was deaf. I couldn't hear because if you can't hear, you can't speak. Now, this is so important for when you understand what you, those of you that can hear, you have such an opportunity in life to better yourself. It's incredible because your ears is how you develop. And I'm going to get, I'm going to get into that even deeper as we move forward in the interview. And I, I appreciate you opening up with, with allowing people to tell my story because yeah. many people, because I've built four businesses, blessed by God, very large and one main one is my conservative business journal. Most people don't know my story. They just sort of just explode in the scene. Right. So at the age of four, my parents took me to Lawrence Hospital in Bronxville, New York, and they put the same headphones on me that you have right on right now, all yeah. the podcasters have and all the good stuff. And they said, John, every time you hear a whistling sound, tap on a table. So after 30 minutes, they came out and they told my mom and dad, they said, Mr. and Mrs. Delemi, your son, John, hears Fine. He actually has pristine, perfect hearing. And I do, I have today incredible hearing. And they said he has a speech impediment. And the word impediment means blocker, obstacle. Mm -hmm. So my parents love me dearly, put me into speech therapy. At the age of four to age 18, 14 years, I went to speech class. I went to the New York School for the Deaf for six years, learning language and learning speaking and learning vocabulary. And I appreciate your you accolated earlier that that my 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 intensity of understanding words, you'll never hear an um come out of my mouth mm -hmm. because every word is a powerful tool to orchestrate your future. So at the age of 18, I graduated Archbishop Stepanak High School in White Plains, New York, all boy Catholic high school. We could do a, we could do a whole podcast show on that also, Awaken a Nation about that stuff, but that's another story. So I went to Catholic high school, all boy Catholic high school. Graduate, and I was top honor student. And for those of you that know New York State, there's a different diploma called the Regents Diploma. When mm -hmm. New York State comes in, New York State Department of Regents and test you. Obviously, I passed my high school with flying colors. I was a top student, but I failed the New York State Regents Diploma because in Italian class, I couldn't say our father in Italian. I stammered. I said, I said, I said, I said, the number of the positive field of Spirit of Santo, name of the father, Holy Spirit. And Abba Father and I stammered. And then the, the instructor said, are you with us or against us, Delemi? And I still remember that big finger coming up the screen. I mean, coming up the screen, coming to my, and he said, are you with us or against us? Sit down or speak. And at that day, I said to myself, when I discover how to overcome this fear, when I speak, I'm never going to stop speaking. And I still remember that sitting in the, in the class as if it was a second ago. Flip it forward. I ended up failing that, 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 uh, that, uh, Regents Diploma. I lost my scholarship. I had full scholarship, the Mercy College, Pace University, Iona College. So I got half my scholarship and I, and I went to Mercy College and I graduated number two business student there. And I, I had an opportunity of getting my major from LIU in business to get my MBA, but I chose not to. I, I went back to my family business that my family, and you, even when I met you 15, 16 years ago, Brad, my family is very into the art gallery business, framing business, art business. My grandfather started in 1966. So I grew up around that. So I graduated college with the same fear. I was concerned. I was shy. I was introverted. 
And this is, this is where all of us have a story. Now, obviously, listen to me today. And as I sit in front of you today in this interview, I've authored 22 books. I've traveled to 22 countries internationally. I've spoken to every state across America. My podcasts have been listened to by millions and millions of people. And I'm telling you what happened. I got frustrated in life. The next word you want to write down is frustrated. See, inside the word frustration is change. And I was frustrated. I said, I got this college degree. I was called college boy. I was the first to let me to ever get a college degree. And the whole, my whole family came from Italy legally in 1913. And they came here for, to work hard and prosper and all the good stuff in America. So I said, I'm going to take this college degree and guys go get a corporate job. I was born and raised in Yonkers. One of the stores we had was in White Plains, New York. So you know, it's not a mini Manhattan. It is now. So I answered an ad. And he said, make $10,000 a month with tailor-made clothes, drive Mercedes-Benz. And I, I actually have in my office today, the actual, you remember this, Brad, the, the old phone with the fax and phone. And <laughs> 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 I have the actual phone. I'm looking at it that I called to answer that ad. And that ad was for the greatest industry of development, network marketing. Never heard of network marketing. And I, when I went out that night, I, I had never heard of what a business was. And, and I heard about the business, put the business to the side. I, I heard the young lady say, if, if you have a goal in life you want to achieve, this is weighing on my mind my whole life. I just want to be able to speak and communicate without being nervous and stammering and stuttering and being afraid to look somebody in the eye. And literally in the art gallery, if, if they gave you, that was the old days you had to call in for the credit card authorization. Mm-hmm. If they gave a discover card, I would, I would literally give the, the client the, the frame or post it for free. And I, I take the money. At the end of the week, I wouldn't steal from my family. Obviously, I take it from my pay and put it back in, in the till, the register, because I couldn't say D, which was a hard word, discover, to say, I have a discover card, here's a number, I need the credit card authorization to write it down. That's way back when. But that night, I heard her say, if you have a goal you want to achieve, go and purchase this book, Think and Grow Rich. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now, wow. I never heard of self, I never heard of self-development. Graduate number two business student. I had full sky. I mean, I mean, Long Island University was, was begging me to go there. I was, I say it, I, I was, I did very well in business, very good in management, information systems, business management, business law, a very, very highly educated, but had no, had no faith. I had no communication skills. Got involved in network marketing, start to read. Everyone write this down, read the right books. And the problem, yes. Brad, and it frustrates me these days is nobody reads. I read to this day an hour to two hours a day. Your yes. mind has to be activated. By reading, it's it's like warming up when, when you do jujitsu. I've been working out since I'm age 13. If I don't work out, even though I've been working out for 44 years of my life, I'm going to pull a muscle in a second. Read books, boys and girls. Read. I quiet your mind. Get off frigging distraction, demon media, social media. Read a book. And I get real passionate about it. So I start to read the right books. If they can grow rich by, by, by Napoleon Hill, The Power of Positive Thinking. Uh, think Big. All the books from Earl Nightingale and, and, and Zig Ziglar and Dr. Dennis Waitley and, and all the great, and Jim Rohn, the yeah. greatest of personal development, never heard of personal development. And then through that process, after three and a half years, four years, I built my confidence. Keyword is I built and developed my confidence. And through that process, I built a very successful business to the tune of a few million dollars I earned. I moved from New York to Florida for tax reasons and weather, and now the entire the entire world's moving to Florida, which we'll discuss that here in a few minutes. So long story short, at this point, I overcame my speech and, and stammering, did very well in the business. Then I said, you know what? I want to go out and I, I want to go speak to young kids that have the same speech problem I had, the same speech classes, the same therapy, the breathing therapy, the braces, the, 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 
vocabulary, all that. I went through all that for years. A psychologist, I have a minor in psychology, Brad, because every time I left a psychologist, I felt worse. Because a psychologist was like, yeah. you know, you're a stutterer. Why affirm? That's why one of my books I wrote is 365 affirmations. Because when you affirm a negative label, when you label, I'm a stutterer, you keep affirming that. You keep affirming it. So what happened was at that point, I started to teach young kids. And every kid I sat with, I told the teacher, look, you can have a camera on me. I'm not no freak show. I'm not, I'm not nuts. And this is way before all the crap going on. I was like, take a camera. You can sit with me. I just want to talk to the kids. Look, I'm a successful businessman. I don't want anything for it. And every single kid I spoke to, Brad, in the first conversation overcame the stuttering stammering. Wow. Because I said, look, let me know. And I didn't use the word not. I said, I'm a very, and, and I just finished because I do business coaching. I, I just read it. So I do website makeovers. I just, I just read it. Someone's website. And I said, take the word, don't worry out because don't worry is a seriously subliminal subconscious. What am I not supposed to worry about? I'm freaking out right now. So we changed don't worry to you'll be confidently assured this, this, this will not happen to you. So we just changed the words. So every time you affirm something. And so I said to the young kids, I said, tell me when you speak fluently guys, if you understand what I just said versus, so tell me when you don't stutter. Let me know when you speak fluently because I want to affirm they speak fluently. All of them would say, when I talk to my mom or, or I'm playing sports and I'm, and, and I'm, and I'm giving my pep rally to my buddies playing hockey or lacrosse or soccer or, or softball, or I'm in a gym working out and I just, and I'm just speaking to myself or I'm in a shower singing. I mean, I, I remember this one young kid said, uh, said my mom is singing really bad in the shower. So I start to sing in the shower and speak in the shower and I speak fluently. I said, well, let's expand upon that. They were confident. They they were they didn't get fear and shut down. Then we communicated, and then I, I enjoyed doing. I found my why, my purpose, and I did very well in business. And I, and as you know me, Brad, I never talked about buying big cars, big homes. I made yeah. I made tons of real estate investment. My wife is that's why she was going to be on today, but she's doing condo wars. We got three condos for sale listed, and with this eighteen offers within like it's seventy two hours. So and wow. obviously. I, we always make a joke. I'm a little helper. I'm the marketer. I'm the little helper behind the scenes. <laughs> Marketing is very productive. So I, I then then I, then I took a clipboard and I went down to a local mall back then. And it's just 21 years ago. And I said, look, quick question. Have you ever heard of Jim Rohn, Earl Nightingale, Napoleon Hill, Zig Ziglar, Dennis Waitley, Les Brown? No, Dr. John Maxwell. There'd be Bob Proctor. No, I said- <laughs> And this is a huge opportunity for self-development. And I named my company the Lemmy Development Group, Inc. And I got to tell you a story about DDG Rapper. You're going to laugh to no end. So that's a kind of a 15-minute story of a short story, how I began, how I went through it, and where I am today. And 22 years, 22 years ago, I started to teach success. And I met you at one of the events as I was, I was I'm, I'm recognized on, on the Speakers Hall of Fame as one of the top motivational, inspirational speakers and writers. So I've been in this speaking writing game. I wrote my first book on pro-life, my third book in 2005. So I've always been a conservative. Uh, it's not, it's right. not because of Trump. I became a conservative. I'm not, a, I'm not an ultra MAGA crazy person. I'm a conservative value yes. American businessman. That's who I am. I love what you just said in that first uh, kickoff. Um, to be able to, the ability or the decision to say, I'm going to control my destiny is really what I heard from that. You realized you had certain things that you needed to work on and you overcame them. And now you're also giving back to the kids. Um, I always, you know, when you say ums and ands, 
a lot of people don't know that uh, when I coach speakers, and sometimes I do it as well, all ums and ands are is your brain searching for the next sentence. So it's mm-hmm. it's literally like watching your computer and that that ball spinning, waiting for the for whatever you opened up to open up. That's what uh um and ands and you know and you, you know right mm-hmm. you know those phrases are filler right. phrases. They're fat. It's giving your brain that 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 um, what do you call it. That sort of pause till you find the next sentence. What if you didn't pause? What if you just kept your mouth shut, search for the sentence, and then speak? John, you have trained yourself. You're a master at this. <laughs> so I watch how um, when I first met you, this was the great part. We were in the lobby and you were sitting on the couch. I'll never forget this. Yeah, right. And you were going over the definition of key words that you love to use. And I was just blown away because I never thought of it that way. I never thought, you know, we all have heard this. Be careful what you speak because what you speak speaks into existence. Mm -hmm. And you were the first person, and I haven't met anybody since then like you, who chooses your words to perfection. I appreciate that. And and, and back then, obviously, I'm a very strong Christian, believe it now, back then I wasn't. I didn't understand the Bible said death and life and the power of your tongue. But I knew that because as a stutterer, all I wanted to do was speak one word. And when someone says, I'm a well, and I kind of searching for the word, see, I read, actually, I read more. I read almost three hours today. I read and I study. I'm in the process of writing my 23rd book. And when you're reading and writing, so when I when you interview me today for an hour, it's just overflow mode. There's, there's this, it's, it's, like, it's like you're taking the top off, it's overflowing. So when people are going, I'm in well, they're trying to search the answer to say something. Be very careful, especially those in business, before you hire someone to be your coach or consultant, and if they're umming or welling for you. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I just did a website makeover. My website makeover started about, this form was $18,000 for an hour, and, I, and this is going to generate, this business will probably generate $220,000 from what I did. And I said, and what happened was I read his website, and I could tell the, the person that did it, they didn't have enough content because- you, you, you almost read the ums and wells in marketing on, on an online presence. Hmm. So when you're saying um or well, it's because you because you don't have overflow to pull from. And and right now we're in a battle for attention. Remember when I first met you, there was no social media, there was no yeah. smartphones, which makes us dumb. I mean, it, remember when we had a flashlight? Remember when we had a calculator? I remember you, you and I have been working out for many years. I believe together the same amount of years. Remember, we used to bring a separate, you know, stopper and time watch to the gym, like a like a stop. I mean, now my stopwatch yeah. is in here. I'm listening to YouTube. I'm Bluetooth and all this technology. So words. That's why for all of you in business, remember, in business, your clients are buying your confidence, and confidence is transferred through your words. And the only way you're going to engage your words is by reading and learning and studying. So when you read, learn, and study, and you open your mouth, out comes your belief, authentic, passionate belief. About that's why I always say the more you develop yourself, the higher the value. The same here, what's going on here in West Palm Beach, Florida. The Ritz call. Now I've been blessed to to do 22 or about 22 or 24 boot camps for customer service at Ritz Carlton's all around the country. And right now the Ritz Carlton just secured the zoning here on North Flagler Drive for Ritz Carlton residences. There are condo develops. What happens is development 
That's why people always thought I was a real estate company. I'm Italian. The Lemmy Development Group, you think it's a right. you think it's a construction company or real estate. I've always done real estate. And now my wife is obviously a realtor. She's an attorney. She's one of the top realtors here in Florida. And here in West Palm Beach, literally 10 minutes from my office, and and you could actually see on the intercoastal, there's nothing there. It's land. And someone sees it. And what do they do, Brad? They invest and develop. You write that yes. down, invest and develop. Developers see the potential. So for you, you got to develop your mind. You, when you invest in your invest everyday reading, you develop your mind and you open up your mouth for business. Your clients invest in your confidence. And confidence is built through self-development, dressing for success, being on time. Obviously, you've done a lot of interviews. God bless. I've done hundreds of interviews. Yeah. All these so-called influencers, experts, they they can't find the stuff. They 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 miss the calls. They screw everything up. And I talk about being structured, scheduled, focused. And I get wound up about this. That's why we're in the greatest economy ever. And I, and I just did a very controversial video. Reagan, Trump, Biden, Obama doesn't change your marketing. It's true. Let that sink in. This this uh, by the time this recording comes out on my podcast, the video has gone viral because that fired up the people who were just, you know, Trump followers all the way. And obviously people, it got everybody wound up because it doesn't mean there was who's in the White House. It doesn't affect when you pick up your phone. How do you sign in your business? How's your branding? How's your logo? That doesn't affect it. Yeah. I mean, so I get wound up about that. I can go on and on for an hour straight. So get back to you, Brad. <laughs> yeah, but you know, you you really touched upon something that if you don't have clarity in yourself, in your heart, in your thoughts, and in your message, it will show up. Someone will see it. And you just nailed it. I build websites and I write copy. And a lot of times I'll come to a website and they're just meandering. The copy's meandering. It's not getting to the point. That's right. And that means that to me, they want to tell a story or they're unsure of their message or they're afraid of their message. That's what you just said. Or they're afraid to ask and they're afraid to specialize. The Ritz Carlton, you never see a billboard on the side of an I-95 or, or the throughway in New York in 87. Two nights you one at the Ritz. The Ritz never markets price-wise. Yeah. Porsche too. There's yeah. certain companies I mean, that never have a sale. They right. never lower the, their price because what you're paying for is an exemplary experience. And they're not going to compromise right. on that experience. And that's, and, and that's focused niche marketing. Mm -hmm. I mean, and what happened with me is when, when you first met me, I, I only had my Find Your Why Now book and my Champions of Born Losers Made book and my Motivational Quote book, my Affirmation book. I didn't have any marketing books written yet. Now, now I have six of them. What happened was I realized I see the people at all these self-development, personal development seminars, conferences, boot camps, workshops. They're all fired up, excited. They're, they're learning, but their marketing sucks. <laughs> they they have no idea how to specialize their niche, ask for the close, the opening, you know, marketing. And, that, and that's and that's so, so important. That's why when you see a problem, that's like when we, and I believe it was either at the conference you met me at or that time was when I released the Fate Stands and Fear Run line, which is now a trademark yes. line. Because I was speaking very heavily in the corporate world. I got hired by corporations to speak and go out and teach, you know self-development, motivation, you know, journaling, learning, all, all, all that stuff. And then one time I said, you know, because I've, I never forget, I was over in Malta. Uh, we were in the 
Radisson Hotel overlooking the Mediterranean Sea, looking at the lights of Sicily. This is at the seminar room, looking out the window. And the same problems are heard in that boot camp, fear, indecision, procrastination, insecurity. All the same emotional problems I heard in Malta, right here in West Palm Beach, right here in Colorado, right here in Arizona. You could live, you could have a beautiful location, but you're still in a location. And I said, look, that's why faith stands in fear on stand by faith. Just stand, just keep reading, keep learning, keep developing, keep expecting, keep preparing, keep dressing for success, keep being on time. And you will suddenly have a breakthrough like the palm tree. Just, just keep going through those storms, but, but you know your, your, your end game. Yeah, Brad. There was a study done recently where they found out that, you know, people get hired in business for that skill they have. Maybe it's they're really good at PowerPoint, you know, whatever. But they found that they rise to the top based on their soft skills, how well they speak, how well they communicate, how well they get along with other people. Is their message clear? Are they consistent? And this is what you're talking about. These are skills that they've been poo-pooed for so many years. It drove me nuts because you and I both are prime examples of people who've been successful because we can communicate well. And I think (laughs) um, if you can say anything about that, you know, I mean, you've been, you're on your 23rd book. I think you know how to (laughs) communicate, but uh, let's talk about that a little bit. Communication these days is horrendous among people. Yeah. And, and communication is business, following up, being on time, not saying, oh, I'm running late. I'll shoot you a quick text or you know what to do. Leave a voicemail. You know, eh, or, or, I have no time to check my voicemail. Just shoot me a text. Communication is the key in business. For those of you who want to generate a business, I'm telling you, the more you communicate to your client, the more effectively you do, the more efficiently you do. And the, and the core of communication is listen to what people want. Shut up and listen. I mean, shut up. And it's, it's in my book I wrote, my closing book. I wrote many, you could see it. This is my original one. You could tell I've, I, it's a little, little torn up. Look at the cover. <laughs> I remember that one. Wow. And I tell you, I read it. I was just, I was just reading about recapping the benefits, opening, closing, presentation skills, the power of visualization. I talk about Roger Bannister in here. It, this dress for success, be on time. I mean, it's, it's an all-time classic. And the key when you, my library is to my, right here in my studio that when, when you're communicating listen to what your client wants and then repeat it back to them and make sure that when they leave you and, and you said something earlier brad it's very important and that's why that's why we're, we're on the same wavelength is people value an experience versus a price tag you see and an experience is an emotional memory somebody can speak about an emotional memory is an experience the more valuable emotional memories make people feel special eye contact Use your names, handshake. When you when you leave a voicemail message, I always say talk to you soon. Looking forward to speaking to you soon. You know, in my book, I have the top 12 customer service words to use. Absolutely. Thank you. Talk to you soon. You know, not not when someone says, How are you? You don't become like the third person on the evolution chart or leaning down like this, like people don't <laughs> buy your misery. People yeah. don't, that's why. You know, and I, I get fired up about it, but communicate, be confident. And guys, look, dress for success, show up on time, always be, and you know me, I'm always in a suit and tie. I'm always dressed like this. When I do interviews, address my, my family came from Italy in, in 1913, seven of them. And, and, and I, I'm on my conservative business journal podcast shows. 
I show there are actual immigration papers where it says illegal alien on the papers. It says alien, yeah. they, they're illegal until they become legal. That's 1913. It came from America with $17,000 in a pocket, two weeks on a boat to come to America for opportunity to prosper. And my grandfather, he, he was born in 1900, opened his art business in 1966, saved every penny. And he says every day, they only closed twice. It was two snowstorms. He couldn't walk to the store. Open the door, put a cement block in. He goes, even, and he's talking about, talk about wisdom, right, Brad? Yeah. He goes, I mean, how many times do we drive by a business now today? They open that. We, like, I go to my wife, Christy, wait, stay here. I'll jump out. They open it. My grandfather, when we're open, that door's open. I don't, you know, I got to get my accent going strong. I don't care if it's snowing. I don't care if it's 40 below zero. I came <laughs> here to open a business. We serve people. You pay attention. You come in and you, I don't care if you fight with your cousin. You thank, if my grandfather would say, thank you for coming in today. How may I assist you? I'm here to serve you as an art gallery. I'm here to make your walls look beautiful. I'm here to make your, your loved one's pictures look incredible. I'm, I'm honored you chose to come in my store today. Allow me to serve you. My grandfather was an incredible customer service trainer. Wow. Fourth grade education. And literally, you had, he would say to him like this. I know what you want. I'll make it happen for you. It was incredible. And then he, and, and he opened the door. And open the door and he says, for every single woman that comes, every single lady comes in a business, you walk the, you walk the frames out, you open the back door, you open the door for her, you, you, you get her in the car, then you open the back, then, then you open the back door and put the old school fundamentals that yeah. will never change. And I ain't never changing. And I get wound up on this. And that's why all of you, that's who I am. And that's why people that know me from the conservative world, I just didn't start the conservative business journal. I started it out of a frustration of problems. I get real, especially because you know, I'm looking at my grandfather yeah. right here. So I have all my pictures here about my family. My grandfather was the same way. He he just was always about the customer. He owned a restaurant down in uh, Chambersburg, Pennsylvania, Hottie's Cottage, and he was always experimenting. What kind of food? I love to eat. What kind of food? And he had everything, but he we're talking about a day and age where he introduced Alaskan king crab on the menu when nobody nice. knew what it was. They didn't know what it was. And he had a lot of truckers. So he offered a surf and turf that was affordable with a beer for the truckers so they could come in and rest and relax. And Good. so we had a family night and then he would name, you know, all his grandkids would get a, an item on the menu named after them. So I had Bradley's T-bone choice special. Nice. <laughs> was, Love that. And then my cousin, April, she got, um, it was April's California cheeseburger before nice. anybody knew what that was, you know, the California cheeseburger. And as a family, you know, on Saturday nights, this is where we went and the place would be packed. Customer service is everything, but everything. You, you brought up something that I, I want to talk about. And I used to get angry at this, but I realized we have a new generation that has just simply never been taught etiquette, manners, and there are rules in society. And there's also wrong thinking. <laughs> Let's talk about that. Cause as you know, I for, for how long? In, yeah. Four hours or five yeah. hours. As you know, I specialize in the, you know, the, the, the generational divide and uh, sure. liquid leadership, just, we just had our 10th year anniversary. So I, I, uh, I put that out as a paperback now and it came out really, really well done. Uh, but let's talk about that. This next generation, and I'm not, I'm not knocking them. I'm not getting angry at them, but for some reason, boomers and a little bit of Gen X raised this next generation and they just took all the rules out and threw them away. And then wonder why society is the way it is today. 
Well, there's just two things. One, I found my cassette tape. I, I knew it was right here next to me. <laughs> I, just, I did it. I did an interview early and I, I made a mistake. I misplaced it. This, this is my, I, I had it, I had it for our interview today, Brad. Also, it's the sport of sales and marketing cassette tape. That wow. I, I produced this in 2001 because marketing is a sport. There's it a is. winner and there's those who prepare and train and made the best, made the best business win by training. So I did some proof of cassette tapes. I had wow. 18 cassette tapes and we moved into CDs and there was, then we were able to fast forward a cassette tape. Then it was a Sony Walkman. I was like, Oh my God. <laughs> All right. So <laughs> and I, I even, even, you know, cause I've been working on like you for so many years of my life. And even, even like, this is funny. It's, it's a hell of a true story. Last night I was working out and you got the Bluetooth on and I, I mean, I've been working, I'm 57. I've worked at every day of my life since 13. I mean, I worked for Jack Lane going through college. I mean, my wow. grandfather only paid us, my grandfather only paid us five bucks a day when we work, we could work eight hours on a Saturday or two hours on a Friday and we got five bucks. So during college, I worked the art gallery and I was a personal trainer at Jack Lane. And people say, John, how come you don't drink? You know, when you met me, I didn't drink back then. I worked at a liquor store going, you work at a liquor store in college, you don't drink. You see all the, you see all the drugs coming in a liquor store and they're complaining about life. And that's, so I worked at a liquor store and then I worked at UPS, the graveyard shift packing 18 wheels. I worked three jobs and the arc alley and I went to college and I graduated number two business students. So, and I tell this story because I believe that many people our age gave up on the values and thought, thought, treating kids like they were trophy kids would be better for them. And I, and I believe the problem is discipline. They're not disciplined mm -hmm. and they don't learn. They got to educate people. And the, the biggest sad fact that I see these days, and I was having a discussion this weekend with someone is so many of them, so many of them don't even know about September 11th. They don't even yeah. know how we, the country was attacked. And mm -hmm. I believe for all of you, you have to lead by example. You, you, know, you, you can't expect someone to do what, you're teaching them to do and you're not doing right. like, so I know I lead by example. I, I, I know for me, it's hysterical. I have my, I have like a bunch of kids at the gym. I work out here. They, cause I'm older than most of their dads, the guys in it, some teenagers and twenties. And, you know, I'm, I'm always recognizing by their name, handshaking, always bringing joy. And so customer service, for those of you who run a business, it's so ridiculously simple. I mean, just, do the right thing, communicate with people, eye contact, and put your smartphone down. I mean, all the businesses I coach, the employees can't have smartphones on them. Well, I couldn't work there. Then guess what? Don't work there. The Ritz Carlton's not chasing people. Chick-fil-A is not chasing people. Yeah. I mean, Chick-fil-A is closed on Sunday. Chick-fil-A is not open to most airports. And Chick-fil-A is the most profitable fast food chain because <laughs> Sherwood Cathy, who's the owner, actually did a lot of Ritz Carlton leadership teachings and you go in there, you hear absolutely my pleasure. Thank you. Dress for success. The kids got the nice shirts on. They, they got the khaki pants. They got, they got nice music playing in the background and the word restaurant as he trains everyone at Chick-fil-A means in, in the original, in the original definition means to restore relationships. Wow. So when you go to a restaurant, like, like, like you talked about your family restaurant and I know when people hear that it brings back memories. But sitting with people, breaking yeah. bread, fellowship, and having a good time. That's a memory. So I believe for all of you, how to change the next generation is be an example. And I'm telling you, lead by example. That's, that's the key. Because you can't, you know, you can watch a Rocky movie and get in a ring with Brad. He'll destroy you. <laughs> so you can be motivated. That's why I always say it's not Delemi motivation group. It's Delemi development group. When something yeah. is developed, 
it's developed. It's like a palm tree is developed. Like there's fake palm trees in Florida. Excuse me. There's fake palm trees and there's real palm trees. The real palm trees yeah. can take a beating. The fake ones next to the pink stucco houses blow up in the first second. Yeah. So I do believe, and I and and I and this is obviously not me, but but I do. I do many. I do believe many people must take responsibility for their lack of discipline and lack of mentorship to others. And in business, you know, get off the smartphones, get focused, and 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 communicate. I mean, yeah. that's the key. I think a lot of our problems are coming down to roost because the experts, Doctor Spock, Carl uh, Rogers, all these PhD experts said, you, you can't do this to your children and you can't do that and blah, blah, blah. And people listened because I don't know about you, but before the seventies, there were no like real experts that were coming out and saying, you have to do this. They would make suggestions and we would listen or we'd say, eh, it's like my father, the, you know, my dad's the first generation born in America from Hungary. And when he heard about Good. child centric parenting, he looked me in the eye and he said, and he gave me his opinion about it. My dad was a doctor of chiropractic medicine and he looked me in the eye and he said, it's a load of crap. Okay. To swear, but my father just basically said it's a load of, you know, hooey because he said, look, this is a benevolent dictatorship in this home. I pay the bills. Your mom cooks dinner. All you have to do is participate in this family, but doing your chores and you know we let you we give you freedom as you earn it and that's just how it was and i grew up to be an adult that i think is functioning and contributing to society that was the key oh, yeah. we we're supposed to contribute to society and we just lost touch with that we just pushed it all out of the way because the experts were saying one thing and now i look at our country and how divided it is right now and I just scratch my head and I go, it's the result of these crazy ideas from Carl Rogers, um, Dr. Spock, um, Idiot. John Money, Alfred. Idiot. Uh, yeah. So, um, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> That's no, it's, it's true. I mean, it's it's like when people go, I, I, and, I, and I always tell my story, I, I, I never did drugs. I never, never smoked weed, never did cocaine, never did anything because- I was fearful of my grandfather, and my dad killing me. Yeah. Like yeah. discipline. Like I'll take the belt out and destroy you. Like, oh, yeah. and, and like, like if you didn't get home in time for dinner, out playing outside to eat dinner, you didn't eat dinner. Yeah. That's old school discipline. And it's so important because you, because you, you got to discipline. And those of you that have Christian faith, that's why it's called disciples, the discipline. Yeah. You've got to be an example. Oh, I can't do that. And my kids, you know, your family needs mentorship. You know, I have, I've been mentoring for many years and my top mentoring students know I've been with them through a problem and they can lean on, you know, the, the greatest coaches will challenge you to be the best you can be, you know, inside the word challenge is change. And we live in a society where people don't want to change. And, you know, in, in my first book I wrote, Brad, about because when I went on to the network and I, I earned up was a 40, 50, 60, 70,000 a month. I earned millions of dollars by the age of 30. I did very well. And, and then I was a young, shy, quiet kid. It just was consistent building a business really into self-development more than obviously the business all laid through that. And then everyone. So, you know, and there's four words I can't stand wish, hope, luck, and busy. I hope it works out for you. Good luck. I wish you well. And you're busy. Now develop yourself, get structured that that's, and I wrote about this in my first book. 
I mean, you could literally write the paragraph on 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 BLM in this book. It says victimization is a is a lie. It's it it book. Is. This is twenty twenty. It's twenty two years ago. I wrote the book because everyone said, "Well, Delemi got lucky." Yeah, lucky. I got lucky. I showed the business and I showed the business to eighty two people before I enrolled the first person. John, I you think- know, you know what? This you you just hit something that triggers me as well. I took. I've been an entrepreneur since I was sixteen. And I wasn't born with a silver spoon in my mouth. I had to earn every single dollar. And so I would start a business based on my talents. That was the original, you know, how I did it, why I did it. That, that, that's called business. Right. And so at first I was offering, you know, illustration, uh, production and design and graphics and you name it for high level clients, for big meanings. I, I'm the guy who used to design everything that was on that 60 foot screen in a ballroom or in a, a, a stadium. I'm the guy who does the graphics and the animation. And I got to a point where I was like, a buddy sat me down and he said, I want to start a business with you. And we struggled, John, we struggled so bad that first year. We had two great clients, American Express and Banco Popular. And that we were international right away from this little nine by 12 studio in New York City in Manhattan. And I remember distinctly, there were days we had to sleep in the office. Now, our building closed. It wasn't a 24-7 building. So we had to sneak and pretend that the building was closed. We had to get our dinner and our breakfast before the building closed and run back and pretend we weren't in there, shut the door, turn the lights off, wait till the, the maintenance guys left, and then we'd work till late at night. Or we'd take, we didn't have laptops back then. We take our PCs, throw them in the car with with everything, hope we remembered everything, and go to someone else's house. We slept on the floor. It was cold sometimes. We struggled. And then when people say that that you were lucky, uh, we went public on NASDAQ. That you know, that was hard. That you want to talk about due diligence, they strip you naked. Okay. When you fill out the paperwork for the Securities and Exchange Commission everything has to be in there. And I'm going to tell you this, John, not one person since then has ever asked me how he did it. <laughs> it's, 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 it's insanity. Because right. right. we didn't have, we weren't bootstrapped. We uh, we were bootstrapped. We didn't have angel financing. We didn't have any of this stuff. You're the, of the same ilk. You work hard. You worked your tail off to get to this point. And I have to ask you, what made you become a conservative? Were you born that way? Was your family conservative? Or do you just gravitate in, into it? Well, I mean, I, I believe everybody is a conservative. I believe everybody wants to conserve and protect their loved ones, their family. They want to provide for their family. They want to, they want to do the right thing. I, believe, right. I, don't believe everyone's, I don't believe everyone's born a criminal. I don't believe anyone's born a... They understand what socialism and communism really is, where you, a government controls you, government gets you high, gives you money, stays home, and controls you. I mean, nobody really... Anyone that loves their family would never, you know, would never really, you know, want that. So I was born and raised, as you guys got to know me in this interview through, which most of you listening to this in America was born in a loving family right. that was two genders, a mom and dad. And most of the time, the mom stayed home, raised the kids and dad worked really hard. And that's that. And that was the work of the left to get to get the moms out, get the dad out, put the kids in daycare, control them, just just indoctrinate their mind and get them into the crazy values. So conservatives to me is really, you know, protect your family, do the right thing, care about people, pour into people. Obviously, Second Amendment, stand your ground, protect yourself from criminals, 
the legal mafia. That's where the mafia began and was just was protect businesses from from criminals. I mean, that's law right. and order. I believe you want to I believe you want law and order. I mean, and then and then, and obviously I'm and I've always been in this. Once again, I would say this. Obviously, I voted for President Trump. I've been in Mar-a-Lago a zillion times. I mean, I'm conservative. I voted for Reagan. I've always been a conservative. I, I was born. In, I was America was a conservative founded country. Right. I mean, that's why people came here. They, they, they didn't come here to, to be a non-binary freak show sitting home smoking weed, getting, you know, eating fake meat and right. getting told by the government what you can eat and taking 44 different. Are you, are you on are you on YouTube? You're on YouTube. right? Yes, I am. I want to keep you on YouTube. So I'll stop here. <laughs> I mean, so <laughs> yeah, because I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm one of those guys that have been banned. I mean, I was banned on YT. I had I had I had a multiple. I was. Not to, inter- not to interrupt, but ladies and gentlemen, John was on YouTube, probably producing about $400,000 a year in content. Yeah. And he was making real money and one of the first to do it. And they kicked you off. Why? Because you were conservative, right? I started to release my, my, my conservative shows. And, you know, I was one of the first business teachers on YouTube besides take out Conservatism, first one teaching, I did all my customer service teaching, did all the Ritz Carlton customer service, the words, the follow up, eye contact, the, all the systems we teach. I, I, I was for years, I mean, I was doing it for years. I had out over 50, 400 videos. I, I did, you know, boot camps and trainings and all around the country. I recorded all those. Right. I mean, put them on YouTube and we, we were doing, we, we were doing multiple six figures a year. And then I saw an issue. Because I live here in West Palm Beach and I live 10 minutes from Mar Lago. And, and about six years ago, I just saw about seven years ago now, there was some stuff about Obama in the news. I'm like, that's just so fake. It's wrong. Like, right. just do the right thing. It's not, it's not dividing. It's like, you know, a broadcast means we're going to broadcast. We're going to, we're gonna, a, a news reporter, a journalist listens to someone say something. And when we went to college, the cliff notes. So a journalist, is is really someone takes the cliff notes and condenses it and broadcasts a message. That's what a journalist is. Yeah. That's what a writer is. So when I would see people publish some stuff going, that's not what they said. That's totally wrong. So I said, and I was podcasting for years. I mean, I had I had Dr. John Maxwell on my podcast. I had you know, my business podcast way before service. Yeah. I've been podcasting for years under motivation and marketing podcast. That podcast is it's not on YouTube anymore, but the podcast is still up on all it is, podcasts. It's on Podchaser. I looked it up. Uh, you can go there, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, John, all of John's shows are up there. There's thousands of them. Um, yeah. yeah. Sorry to interrupt, but continue. No, 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 no. That's fine. So, so I saw a niche. I saw a problem. I just started to broadcast real news, conservative news, and then we blew up. We had, you know, I've had you name an influence. I had, I had Newt Gingrich on. I had, I had. Charlie Kirk, I had Michael Lindell on four times, General Finn twice. That's just a, and, and I, I'm realizing that's just a business we built that we developed. The same as we built Fate Stands and Fear Runs. It's a trademark line. We have now, I, I believe we, we moved as of this month, 1.1 million of these wristbands, Fate Stands and Fear Run, which was always red, white, and blue way before MAGA, MAGA, Biden, yeah. Trump fighting, screaming way before Durham. I mean, way before this. Yeah. So I launched a conservative business journal to release conservative news based upon family-friendly American values. And in 2005, I wrote a book titled Champions of Born, Losers Are Made about the spermany. Oh, no, that's my closing book, sorry. About Champions of Born, Losers Are Made right here. When uh, I wrote the book about being born a champion. 
Yeah. Champions are born, losers are made. This, this, this is about a sperm and an egg get together and you have a baby. It is no question about it. That's a baby. So that's way before the pro-choice, pro-life, all the stuff. That's 2005. I believe, you know, pe- people make mistakes, but you don't murder a baby. That's just how I stood from 2005, not a year ago, two years ago, not some political party. So I just started to, to broadcast my conservative values. That, that's how yeah. it began. As my library's doing a little domino effect here with all my books. So I got to move the book here. Again. I truly believe from the high schools to the colleges, all the message that has permeated everything has been this leftist liberal thing. And I'm not, some of it's, you know, it, it, it seems logical, but the majority of it is so far down the rabbit hole and no one has taught conservative values. I believe that because of that blackout of conservative values, this is why Jordan Peterson and you and other people have such a huge following because for the first time in their lives, and we're talking 20-somethings, 30-somethings even, are leaning in and going, well, wait a minute, that that's pure logic. I never thought of that. And I feel like being a conservative, and we're not saying Republican, ladies and gentlemen, we're just saying conservative because what is exactly. a, a true conservative supposed to do? They're supposed to protect the family, the republic, keep the government small, and basically stand for patriotism and freedom and these traditional values that everybody in the world, by the way, everybody in the world lives by. Right. And, and as so, you said, too. Yeah. Yeah. And, and so I, when I, you knock I, people, uh, you, the news has spent the last 10 years making you look at Republicans or conservatives as some sort of evil weirdos on the planet. And the big lies that I'm tired of is conservatives are racist. Conservatives, uh, you know, yes. are, are, are evil. The conservatives are, are, are the white supremacists. The all these things that I my jaw literally drops wide open because I don't know anybody in the conservative movement that is the racist. And we're talking people from all races, you know, YG Nightstorm, black conservative and part oh, yeah. of the Blexit, the blacks, um, the black uh, leadership movement to exit from the Democratic Party. He's one of the mm-hmm. leaders in that. Um, I've been to a Trump rally where there's Latinos gays and lesbians, transgender people who love Trump, and they never take the camera and turn it around to show you the audience. And I've yeah, been no. there. I've been and, there. And, and we built a conservative business journal. I say we built and developed the company to we, we were White House press approved media. Oh, wow. I mean, I, I mean, I interviewed I interviewed Tim Mottar and Aaron Perini, who ran all the rallies for President Trump. I was in the press pit and and my acronym for our company, for one of our companies, is Conservative Business Journal, CBJ. So CNN, CBJ, two of the rallies we actually signed in next to each other. I was with the CNN guys right in front of me. So I, I witnessed all, all the fake fake news. But I, I do right. want to say one thing. To me, Republicans and Democrats are exactly the same to politicians. See, people ask me, are you Republican? I'm a conservative. Right. I vote conservative values. I don't trust Republicans as much as I don't trust the Democrats. And in yep. the past, the... The difference of Republican versus Democrat was usually two things, abortion and Second Amendment. That was our main differences, was the ability to bear arms and the ability to have have choice of either aborting 
or or or, or having or, or having a baby. And I, I've and I'm very strong on on pro life, and it's proven with this book, which Champions are Born Losers are Made, was published in 2005. So this right. is way before all the stuff going on. I'm just saying that for all of you listening here today, that you know, obviously, I speak strong and I challenge people, and we talk about conservative values. It's it's protecting values. And the, the biggest thing right now that's that's moving people over, Brad, and obviously I'm in Florida with, with uh, Governor DeSantis and what's, you know, Florida's is there's, there's three words and there's an acronym in it. There's a, there's a connect, a law and order. Yeah, That's my New York accent, order. It sounds like water. Hey. Law and order. That's, that's a determining fact. There are cities in this country that are war zones. Yeah. I mean, God bless the people that went in that joystick submarine that they got killed god bless them that's six people yeah the border is insane chicago portland seattle baltimore the crime is insane it is i mean so they don't report that at all so god bless the submarine for not god bless them praying for all that stuff but what's bringing people together in this country just law and order i mean California's out of control. I mean, in Seattle, Whole Foods had to close one of the largest stores because the employees yeah. couldn't walk home and feel safe. San Francisco. So it's all starting to, to, to it's all starting to, to, to back up on them. And literally today, my wife was out with people from Vegas, Chicago, Columbia coming over, an investor of Columbia, where I, I believe I would keep checking because one account we have, I believe it's, it, it's going to bid 8% up asking listed for four days in Florida. Wow. There's no one, and I was on CNBC Power Lunch in 2006 for real estate, and I, and I said this to 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 the host. I said, "Look, there's no one moving from Florida to Hartford, Connecticut." That was in 2006. There's nobody moving, guys. Everybody's moving. And and you, yeah. you talk about marketing. My wife's website for real estate. People go, "Man, I'm looking for I'm looking for a realtor in Florida." You know what a website is? Florida Realtor for you.com, F-O-R, Florida Realtor for you.com. Yes. I, we make a joke. I'm the little helper. I'm the marketing guy. I but, say this, I say this with my girlfriend. I'm talent, she's management. That's how we do it. I mean, and I get wound up because America is based. You want to go to a restaurant, you want to go to your family, you want to go to your grandpa's restaurant. We call it a Papa Papa's restaurant. Sit down, break bread. Everybody wins. Yeah. The people where the people that where they purchase the food from, the farms, they purchase the meat from. They, the, and the servers are there, the bartenders, the chefs, the, everybody wins. The landlord, that's capitalism. You know, my, my, most, my most recent book is titled Making Capitalism Great Again, How to Maximize America's Booming Economy. I wrote that book. It was published now for two years because America's economy is booming because it's based upon capitalism. Provide yes. a product, provide a service, pour into people, everybody wins. One of my quotes is, everyone wins with capitalism, everyone wins with socialism. And for all the Christians, socialism eliminates tithing. Capitalism explodes tithing. Yeah. I mean, and we can go on for hours about it, but well, for all of you, just really get good, bro. John, I wanted to talk to you about this because you, you brought up the submarine, the uh, God bless everybody from Ocean Gate who lost their lives. Um, and, you know, capitalism has gotten this evil, you know, word now. It's become this evil word. But the reality is, is the news is no longer telling us the truth. It's not reporting the news. I have Laura Logan scheduled in August, by the way. And what I started to realize is that Ocean Gate Titanic crisis was put out in the forefront 
to hide major news events that took place last week. And, and I'll give you a list real quick. First of all, Saudi Arabia and Iran signed a peace accord that was brokered by the Chinese. And a lot of people don't realize what this means. This means the BRIC nations are going to be taking care over the Middle East. So America has been playing around with this. You know, our politicians have just been focused on war, war, war. And guess what? China is now stepping into the forefront and they're not using the U.S. dollar. None of these countries are. They're using their own basket of currencies. That's a big deal. That yep. was, wasn't reported right last about week. That. Second was the Hunter Biden uh, testimony. Uh, I just got to, every time I hear his name, I just laugh. The guy's an idiot. Yeah. And so it's this just, is how they, they got around the law. We, we found this out. This is fact-based. This is not conspiracy theory. But we found out the adult children of Nancy Pelosi, Mitt Romney, John Kerry, uh, they're all over there making money in the Ukraine and funneling it back. It's a big Where? money laundering scam. Ukraine. There's for out of Ukraine and also ATM China, machine. also China. And, and Hillary Clinton actually came on air to give the reason why they're letting China pay our bills. You know, they, the politicians. She says, well, if Trump is working with Russia, well, I guess we're just going to have to accept money from China. This is how they get around the laws and tell us the truth and all this other nonsense that's happening. Um, FTX. Also, right now, they're, they're not prosecuting the, the founder. They evidently were $8.4 in the red with shareholders' money. So all this got pushed to the back while all our mainstream news media focused on the submarine crew of the going down to the Titanic, which by the way, they knew they were dead last Sunday mm -hmm. and they played this game with us for four days. I want to talk to you about this because <laughs> this is the reason John started the conservative business journal, ladies and gentlemen, because real news was not being brought to the forefront. So let's talk about that because you, my friend, have launched something bigger than yourself when you did this. And I think that's why that's why I think I appreciate that. That's why we got so censored. I mean, I can't even on Google. I mean, I, I can't run a Google ad. I can't use Google AdSense. We can't. We got shut on you down on YouTube. And what, what you're saying, all I, I laugh about a Hunter Biden like nothing's ever going to happen to the guy. I mean, it, it, it's it's just a control mafia. I mean. Ukraine is an ATM machine for Congress, Republican and Democrats. I mean, Lindsey Graham has a Ukraine ATM card. I mean, it is the biggest money laundering scam ever out there. I mean, Ukraine. God bless you know. God bless him. But what about Chicago? What about LA? What about Portland? What about what about the homeless veterans in his country? You know, I, yeah. I'm a Christian nationalist. I love our country. I love our American values. I'm a founding, and I love the Constitution. Always have. I, I've yeah. had this flag. I've had this flag in my studio before Trump. Came down the elevator in 2015, so I just didn't start this, you know, eight years ago when Trump came down the elevator. So that's the issue, and I don't even term it mainstream media because to me it's like it's a joke. I mean, we know yeah. it's just a joke. I mean, I actually watched the local news here because you imagine we live in West Palm Beach. We live eight minutes from Mar-a-Lago. I mean, I mean, I was I was at the tarmac when the Air Force One came in a couple of times. I mean, where I work out in a gym. Rock Fitness, that's where all the Secret Service guys worked out when, when, when Trump was in office. I'm good friends with a lot of sheriff guys that, that, that would work the tarmac and, and greet President Trump. So I have so many inside stories on everything 
that, and then you watch the local news and they just, you laugh. They just lie so much. Like they just beat the daylights and they just skate over everything else. So I'll be very direct. That's never going to change. CNN is never going to change Embassy NBC. So we have to be the change. And actually, we are the media, no matter where you go. Like if you go to the dry cleaner, you go to go to your church, make sure you go into a church, you know, that didn't close it and wear a mask. God bless you. I believe in faith. Wear a mask, you freaking idiots. I mean, it's a joke. I get wound up on that. And yeah. then, and you know, we are the media. You know, what you do when I tell people too, like when take a show like this, if all of you listen to the Senate to five people, you make a difference. The circle of five. So we have to share the real news. And that's why yeah. I, I don't even say the word conspiracy because conspiracy. I mean, I remember sitting on my couch in my home with my wife and I'm, I'm one of my best friends is, is J-Rock who owns Rock Fitness, who's six foot three, about 220. I, I don't say African-American. He's not from Africa. He's an yeah. American. Right. Yeah. How does it be? A, you know, he, I'm a white guy, quote unquote. He's a black guy. He's one of my best friends. And I remember talking to him. I said, J-Rock. I said, that's why it's Rock Fitness. J-Rock, J-Rock. I said, Jay. I said, he says, yeah, well, we're in Florida. And this, you know, it got closed for a week or two. I said, we're in Florida. It's going to open back up. I said, but this is communism. You, your government told you when to lock that door. That was communism. I sat on the couch going to my, my wife going, it's game on time. It's like ding, ding, get in the ring. They threw the first punch. Oh, that's yeah. why, guys, you have, a, you have to control your destiny. They're not going to change. And you can't battle people. People, people who back Biden at it, I mean, you got to be dope to believe that. I mean, Joe, and something got me wound up, too, when, when you said the thing about the submarine. It was from Sunday to like three, four days. It was a cover up. It's not Biden. Biden is just a no. stupid puppet. Yeah. Let me use the, for all the Christians who, well, you were Christian. Yeah, you t- yeah. Let me use the biblical word fool. Okay. In the book of Proverbs, God used the word fool. So the yep. fool, Biden is the front fool. He's just a, so, such a stupid fool that they can just walk him around. And, but there's thousands of people behind that because. The cover-up was for Ford. So everyone that you may think is a nice person, they're paid. They're part of the paid mafia because Big Farmer pays most of the, the advertising, yeah. which we know in business, advertising pays salaries. You get a check. And as an independent news broadcast like yourself, I don't get a paycheck. Right. I was getting serious. And, and conservative business journal right now, to me, is like a hobby because all, all the monetization of the podcast, everything got, we, we can't monetize it because we're of, of all the, the normal monetizations. You know, right. we, we rolled out the conservative marketplace, which is another whole story, which because of the problem, something huge came out of it. Now we have the conservative marketplace.com. We have 550 products from over 60 vendors of all American businesses and everybody yeah. wins. That's another whole topic. So mm. Rod, and I get real passionate about this. The news is never going to change. So we have to be the news. You know, when people say we're in the greatest times ever. My, my coaching clients, we're crushing it. I mean, we we got real estate. Yeah. That's my wife was going to be on. She says hello. I mean, I see the phone blowing up here. I'm nice. We're in the greatest times ever. So I don't care if Biden, Jill Biden, Kamala Harris, the friggin' idiots, and the Republicans that sit there for you know just they they they're all crazy. I mean, they're all yeah. ahead of the same snake. Yeah, I, mean, I get. I can go you and go, it. but we have to be the news. Ladies and gentlemen, John DeLemme, please reach out. Look for the Conservative Business Journal. Uh, it's phenomenal. What other website should we go to, John? Because you're everywhere, man. Your books, uh, sure. your products. Where should we go? Uh, two places. My main website, for those of you that are marketers, entrepreneurs, business people, go to theconservativecoach.com. And I want to give a time out there. It's the T-H-E, theconservativecoach.com. 
read my mission statement, what we stand for. Businesses have to have a mission statement. I mentioned, I mentioned evangelizing souls, feeding hungry children, saving babies from abortion, and 10% of gross revenue goes to, goes to this. If you don't like that, I'm not for you. I'm very focused. And then when you go to theconservativecoach.com, I give away a great report, the top 10 how marketing works to generate boatloads of business. It's a chapter of my book, a giveaway for free. It's a great report. And then you'll see store on, on there. That's the conservative marketplace. It's conservativemarketplace.com. Go there, shop around, take a look. We have, we have a boatload of products. And that birth, Brad, out of me being censored. When I got shut down, I said, you know what? Because and I don't want to mention, because you're on YouTube, why all the good stuff. But I wasn't able to go back on. I said, but I'm not backing down. So we launched Conservative Marketplace. And now we have about, I think it's 60-something vendors on there, all businesses here in America. Everything ships from America, the majority of it. Obviously, there's some things you have to get overseas, but the process is here. And all my books are self-published, all my motivational quotes, inspiration quotes, inspirational posters, all published here by a local printer, ships out of Florida. And we have people shipping from all over the country. So theconservativecoach.com. I appreciate you guys. I appreciate your time and, and patronize the, the store. To cons- all my books are on there and everything's on there. Big shout out to your wife, Christy, because um, I watch you guys work together and you're like a well-oiled machine. I love watching where she's in the back of the room running the PowerPoint and making sure you get filmed and take care of the dates and everything. She is a master at this. So big shout out to Christy. She's, she's going today. She's going. And guys, Florida, you moving to Florida? Yep. Let us know. Florida, to tell you something. Can I give a little, can I give, can I give a little Please. business real news tip? Absolutely. Real, real estate is rocking. But don't wait, especially for Florida. Don't wait to move here. Don't wait to list. I mean, we listed two places nine days ago. We, we got one's gonna one's gonna bid about eight percent above asking, and the other one is gonna is, is gonna close at asking in eight days. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, no one's moved out of Florida. It's exploding. And part of the reason, uh, yeah, reach out to John and Christy will take care of you. But here's here's something people don't realize. A lot of people, especially people who have money, move to Florida because if you buy a property under a certain amount of money, the government can't take it away from you. So it's a very smart business move. There's no state income tax either. Say that again. Say that again. There's no state income tax. You talk about idiot news. Newsom goes over to the west coast of Florida and trying to get people that that oh we accept everyone come out to California. You talk about a lunatic. I would love to see him run. I just because he's so nuts. It's like a comedy show. It, it, he's mentally ill. I swear to God, it's he's a great. Would great to watch him. I mean, Biden's just an old guy falling down. I mean, Newsom would be great to see just a lunacy. <laughs> well, when he comes on, and I've given him a hard time on Twitter, but. He's a wackadoodle. He says, we're the freest <laughs> state in the country. Oh, really? Then it's why Florida is, why is your, Florida. Oh, yeah. Go to California. I When he said, you know, we're the freest state, I said, oh, really? And I put in a picture of a U-Haul. I said, why is this the official car of California, the U-Haul van? Because people are leaving in droves and corporations are leaving in droves. And he says, hey, well, we're free. Their taxes are going through the roof. And we're, law and order. I mean, law and order. California's LA is out of control. They're it's out of control. Do you know how many businesses have left? Uh, I'm just going to point this out. Denver has lost McDonald's and Panera Bread in the downtown area because of the violence and the homelessness and the fentanyl issue. I spoke to a DEA agent. He tells me 
the news is under reporting the fentanyl problem. Fentanyl is coming through the southern border from China, ladies and gentlemen, and they just this wide open border policy. No other country in the world has a wide open border policy. Did you know that? My, no, I, I, I just ridiculous. thank God for Florida and Second Amendment. Stand your yeah. ground. You know, and there's something else I'll side note, too. And you'll never hear this in a regular news that it's a huge problem in, in the blue liberal states. And I've been working, I'm 57. I'm going to work out tonight. I've worked out already. I'm, I'm actually working out twice today. I'm, I'm training for something. And it's in all the gyms in the blue states because you got women in the gym and you got freak guys come in the gym, just, just storm the front counter because you got the kids working the front counter and start jumping on women on your aerobic machines, the ellipticals. It happens. In, it's happening in gyms all across the country. It's lawlessness. And we, we were laughing last night in the gym. But a bunch of my buddies are working out and, I, and I'm not in a suit there. It's just me. And they, you know, they, they know what I do. I mean, it's, it's like, I do a lot of rowing. I said, guys, I got a row. It's not a talk show. Like they come up, it's hysterical because there's, there's more, there's way more of us than them. So yeah. I said to them, I, cause something went on yesterday in LA when guys came into gym and they attacked a woman and then guys had to jump. And we kind of, there was, there was 34 guys in a gym last night. There was 31 of us carrying. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's not going to happen. It's not. And, and it, there's never been a car stolen in a parking lot. It's not going to happen. You guys. Yeah. So that's what we talk about. And I get wound up. That's real news. So, so they could bury Biden and bed in the submarine thing and destroy. Take it to your neighborhood. Take it to your local business, yeah. local community, local fitness centers. And we get you dry clean your local realtor. Like Christy has a circle of people. I, I know she's meeting someone now, the AC guy, the painter, the carpet guy. And guess what? They all know our values. You can't be around her husband, John, and not know. Just Google yeah. her name. I'm yeah. Sure. So believe me, there is a there. This country is phenomenal. This country is great. We are winning. We're in the best times ever. But take it locally. So guys, and awaken the nation. Keep the nation awakened. So we are in the greatest times ever. This depends who you're around. I'm going to ask you one last question, my brother. Uh, being a Christian, uh, John is also a vegan, by the way. Uh, I was a ve- I was a vegan before they even called a vegan. I've been. I've been whole food plant based for even when I met you 16, 17 yep. years ago. Yep. I mean, it's, yeah. And that blows people's minds because they have this that the news has pounded this uh smoking archety- weed and this weed archetype, this archetype of what a conservative is. And none of us are that. That's what it cracks me up. So when people find out you're a vegan, the the gears in their head start to grind. But my last question is really. What do you want to be your legacy when you leave this earth, my friend? I, I want people to live out their God-given destiny and live with the boldness and courage God gives them and never cower down and win. Wake up every day with expectation. Today's day one. Wake up with confidence, courage, get around the right people. And God has greatness in you. I couldn't say my name. I remember wearing braces for seven years as a stutterer. And, then now, and now I'm honored to be on here for 60, 75 minutes, coaching, teaching, sharing, speaking. Wake up every day and empower and encourage people and change your life to change other people's lives and ultimately get away from negative people. You're in America. The reason why they're storming the border, they're invading here because of the opportunity. Maximize your opportunity, be the best you can be. And just like Awaken Nation, Brad, a great position, great branding, awaken you, wake up every day with expectation. Thank God for today, for a miracle I'm going to receive because of the seeds I sown yesterday. See, today's miracle is a result of yesterday's actions. Boom. John Delemi, thank you so much for being on Awakened Nation, my friend. Thank you. Thank you for the opportunity, brother. I appreciate it, Brad.
Hey, everybody, reach out to John. He's a hell of a coach. Uh, he's just incredible, right on point, conservative values. If you don't know where to turn, this is the guy to talk to. Also, go to the conservativebusinessjournal.com and theconservativecoach.com. Just reach out to John and Thank you. get his books. They are phenomenal reads. Also, if you want to have coaching, this is the guy that I recommend. Appreciate Ladies and gentlemen, you. you bet. Tune in next week for another extraordinary guest here on Awakened Nation. Once again, John, I am so honored you were on the show today. Thank you. I appreciate friend. it. Thank you. Oh, and by the way, I want to I want to plug this real quick. Uh, your podcast and your nightly your nightly broadcast. Get everywhere. They're everywhere. Reach out. Look for these. John has great content, great guests. You've had Kevin Sorbo on. You've had Diamond and Silk. Who else have you had on your show? Uh, Justin Sheffield, SEAL Team 6. I've had Austin Benghazi on twice. Mike Lindell four times. Uh, uh, Peter Navarro, Newt Gingrich. And those, those episodes are all out there. Nice. They're, they're all out for your listening pleasure. So many audio platforms, they've removed them. But like you said, it's on Podchaser. Yeah. They're, they're out there. Yeah. They're out Look there. them up. Thank you, everybody. Have a good one. Thank you, brother. Thank you so much for being a big part of the Awakened Nation movement. This is how you can help me and our extraordinary guests. If you guys enjoyed this episode, please share it out on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And let's grow this movement by word of mouth. Our success will be because of you. Thank you, and see you next week.